So I've had a huge week this week. I've been moving house, I've had dentist appointments, I've had social events, I've had things to plan and a podcast to make. And all throughout the week, I've been in the process of taking a look at what I'm sharing and trying to really refine the message. And I was asking myself, who am I trying to reach with what I'm sharing and what are the areas I enjoy talking about the most? And this got me to look back on my own journey to see what I've come through. And I also had to ask myself, why did I start sharing? Why did I start? Why did I create beers for being in the first place? Why, why am I sharing? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Why are you listening to me right now? So I asked myself a lot of those questions. And this is part of why it's been such a big week. I've done a lot of deep, deep diving into the heart of where this all started and why I'm doing what I'm doing, basically. And I was, so during this process, I was reminded that the last three years of my life have been transformational. And looking back, some of the changes that have happened in my life, I would never have even predicted could be possible to happen. And there are two main areas of my life which have been completely turned upside down in the last three years, in a very good way. And that is my creative expression and my relationships with other people. I could feel this this energy, this, this desire to create, to express myself. At the time I was doing a lot of video projects, writing short stories, writing film scripts. I wanted to become a film a film director at the time. But all of these projects, all of the the personal projects I worked on, I'd quickly lose interest in or find myself procrastinating about working on them and never get anything done. So I ended up with literally hundreds of unfinished projects. Not to say that they all went to waste. I mean, a lot of those helped me develop my own creative voice and there was definitely good stuff in there, but no one ever got to see them. And that's a real shame. And I feel like that's a huge part of the expression is being able to create something and then show those around you what you've, you've made so they can enjoy it as well. There was, there was some times when I would get lucky and feel really inspired and sit down for one or two days and just knock out a video or some kind of edit or even produce a song. Uh, but those times weren't so often and I often was just waiting to feel that inspiration instead of working on a project solidly every day, working at it progressively until it was finished. And as I mentioned, I was also having not such a fluid flowing time with my relationships with other people. So my friendships interactions with my family, interactions with partners. Not to say that they were all bad and horrible. We still had great times, but I never felt like I could completely relax around around others. 
And that might sound strange to some people that know me because on the outside I seem very relaxed and calm and, and chilled out. But still on the inside, I was feeling like I always was alert and watching what I said and what I did, making sure that I always had something interesting to say or that I was trying to be funny or crazy. And and for me, this was this felt like a necessity, like I had to keep proving that I was interesting and likable and intriguing for those around me to stay friends with me. And I even had the thought that people were just hanging around me because once upon a time they'd seen something interesting in me, but it was kind of an accident. Like they'd seen me do something on a, when I was having a really good day. And then they thought, Oh, Ben's this really cool guy. He does those things. And I thought, Oh, it's only a matter of time before they eventually discover how uninteresting I was. And so I felt like this pressure to, to be someone I wasn't in order to maintain that connection with the person. And obviously, I mean, this is just going to, all this insecurity is just going to be compounded in my uh, intimate relationships. And yeah, so I was really fearing that the person I was with would sort of uncover this complete mundaneness, this complete uninteresting part of me that I thought was just the default me, you know, me having thoughts and beliefs that I'm completely boring and uninteresting. I thought they would discover that, that and then lose interest in me and leave. So th- I just want to be clear, this, what I've just described with my creativity and my relationships, that's how, how I lived most, the majority of my life up until the age of 27. But around the, that age, something changed for me. And it wasn't to do with my biological age, it was due to the events that had led me to realize certain things. So I was in a relationship at the time and it came to a point where the relationship was coming to an end and my insecurities had come to a peak. And the peak that they came to, I didn't even know it was possible to feel so afraid and so insecure. My mind at the time was a full-time runaway train and I was just getting lost in endless loops of thought. I had fear and anxiety raging through my body and I was completely exhausted. And I knew that things couldn't keep going like this. I knew that something needed to change. I knew that this wasn't sustainable to feel this way and to be this exhausted emotionally, mentally and and physically. So I began to read a lot of self-help books. And I was trying to understand why exactly I felt so fearful and so insecure. Like, where had they all come from? And how could I put a stop to them? How could I come out of feeling this way? So I started to notice a pattern with all of the self-help books I was reading. And they all seemed to point to the same themes of awareness of how we're feeling inside and an acceptance of those feelings and accepting them to give give our feelings the space to be exactly as they are and express them in however feels 
necessary and right for us. And then I began to read The Power of Now and started to explore the present moment more and more just by paying attention to the sensations I felt in my body as I was walking and just completing tasks like washing my hands and even riding my bike through the street, just paying attention to how my legs and toes felt inside my shoes and how the wind felt on my face, just using those sensations to bring myself back into the present moment. And I was beginning to notice some relief from all the fear and insecurities I was feeling. And my thoughts weren't out of control as much and my emotions weren't so overwhelming. So, and and at the time I was also spending quite a bit of time in nature and I was taking myself on little adventures to the park and just laying in the sun on the grass and I was in Berlin at the time and just would ride wherever I felt like riding uh, down streets I'd never been down and just really taking myself on an adventure, spending time with myself. And I did a lot of writing during this time. I wrote and wrote about everything that was going on in my head and how I was feeling. And it just felt good to to be with myself and really to, to tune in. And just from practicing coming back into the moment and um, spending that quality time with myself, I already noticed that my mind had become calmer and the insecurities had become much less intense. So I thought, like, what what's going on? Was I just having a string of really good days or were things actually starting to change? So I kept spending quality time with myself and listening to what I needed in any given moment. And when I would tune in and sense that I needed to, like, say if I was at a party and I wasn't enjoying myself, I'd realize, ah, oh, okay, I need to take myself to a place where I enjoy, where I'm enjoying myself or where, whether that be home, to another party, to a friend's place, whatever. And so I would give myself that space. So I was at the party and I would just say goodbye to my friends and I'd leave in order to honor, honor what I needed in that moment. But of course, like there were, there were so many times where I failed to, to take care of myself, but that didn't seem to stop the progress of the, the calmness of my mind and my insecurities becoming less intense because my intention the whole time was just to take care of my needs whenever I could, you know, whenever I was aware of them, I'd be like, okay, cool. Let's take you home. If you're tired, let's get you out of here if you're not enjoying it. And as I kept doing this, I noticed that I felt way more energized in social situations and I wasn't afraid of being the center of attention, which was strange to me because often if I was in a group of people and they'd sort of look at me as I was speaking, I'd get quite nervous and sort of stumble my words or forget what I wanted to say in the first place. And another interesting thing happened is that people started asking me, you know, inviting me to events, inviting me to hang out more and more. 
And I was like, what, what's going on? Like, usually I'm the one chasing other people to see if they want to hang out. And now suddenly there are so many people asking me if I want to hang out that I don't have enough time in the day to spend with everyone. And it was at this point that my, my creative drive, my creative expression felt like it was being supercharged and, and, and I, it was just beginning to flow more and more freely. And I was creating, it, I was creating in a way, it, it felt like someone had removed the dam in a river. Like if you can imagine a river and there's a giant dam that's been there for a hundred years and then suddenly it's removed and the whole flow can just like pour out, just gush out. That's how it felt. And I started noticing I wasn't as concerned with what other people thought about what I was creating. And I was just, I was just enjoying creating because I wanted to create and enjoying how it felt to me and what I was creating. And so it was becoming clear that something was changing and I wasn't just having a string of really good days in a row, that things were actually beginning to change, not just temporarily, but actually have quite a significant change going on. And my relationships were starting to reflect that as well. They were just feeling easier and more, more dynamic, more alive, more fulfilling. And it was at this point, I'm like, okay, okay. Like what's actually going on? What, what have I noticed in all the times, all the moments that I've felt energized in social situations and where my creativity is really flowing. And I noticed that one thing had remained consistent throughout all those times where I'd felt that, that flow and that ease. And that was the absence of fear. I had a little bit or almost no fear present during those times where those easy flows were happening. And that's literally all I was doing. I wasn't trying to express myself creatively or be more engaging in social situations. I just was. At that point, I realized this is just flowing naturally. And the only thing that's different here is less fear. And then I began to see that this process of self-awareness and acceptance was allowing this, the energy that was bound up by this, by this fear, these insecurities and these fears, was allowing them to be felt and expressed. And once that happened, I was realizing that the energy that was bound up in the fearful thoughts and feelings was actually being cleared. And because of that, I was enjoying this natural increase in my overall energy and well-being uh, each and every time that this this happened. So this was when I realized that, wow, so it's the fear that's blocking my creativity and my flow in in social situations. I already had that within me. That energy was already there. Those flows just wanted to flow. All that I needed to do was remove those blocks. And I've, I talk a lot about this in detail in episode 11, I think it is. Yep, episode 11, how to live authentically. I go into much more detail on 
on the uh, on removing the fear blocks. So check that out if you're interested in learning about that. But right now, I'm going to stay focused on exactly why I started this website, Be Is For Being. Because as I just mentioned, I just discovered that the reason why I was so creatively stifled and uh, the reason why I was feeling socially anxious and having really big insecurities and fears in my relationships was all because of this fear. And that's why I'm here. That's why you're listening to me right now. I, that's all I want to share with you. I want to share the fact that our authentic state of being is always there and it's always been there. And it's simply just covered up by our fears. There's nothing we need to do or get, achieve, become, learn, grow into, nothing. We don't have to do anything in order to experience the full richness of our lives. All we need to do is become aware of the fears that we're traveling with in our lives right now, in this present moment, and once we're aware of them, just accept them with compassion and understanding. That's all we need to do in order for that natural, authentic flow to just literally burst forth. Now, I've mentioned a few things, a few different things, uh, different stages to my process of, of understanding um, back when I was having a hard time in, in that relationship. And just to go through them in, in order. So I started reading self-help books, trying to understand what, where all these fearful, insecure feelings had come from and how I could stop feeling that way. Then I noticed that all the books were pointing to, to, really, to becoming aware of how we felt inside and accepting that with open compassion and understanding, just allowing it to be there as it was in order to heal it and to move through it. And at the same time, I had begun to read The Power of Now, which helped me to practice coming into the present moment using my senses, using my sensory experience of, of touch, taste, smell, hearing, sight. And by doing that, I noticed that I was having quite a lot of relief and things were becoming easier because I was just being in the present moment and my mind had quietened down. It wasn't as frantic and my feelings didn't feel like they were overwhelming me anymore. And I was also very deliberately spending time with myself, time to appreciate myself, time to take myself to interesting and fun places, to do fun things with myself. And so this was building up a caring, compassionate relationship with myself, which is something I've talked about a lot uh, already on the website. Episode six is called The Self-Relationship. Check that out for a more, again, for a more detailed look at what I'm talking about here. And so all of these things, so there was self-awareness, self-acceptance, which were working together. Then there was my practice of coming back into the present moment and also the relationship I was building with myself. And these all were working together to form a very transformational force. 
these are the tools I've been working with. These are the tools that have have caused such a shift in my life and I can't not share them with other people. I'm just compelled to share this with other people. But particularly the fact, the realization that our authentic flow, our creativity, all of our expression in whatever we do is all there. It's already already authentic. It's already dynamic and ever-changing and fascinating and intriguing limitlessly seriously it is incredible that's what i wanted to share with you today so this has been a huge episode i feel um i covered many different aspects of of the process of uncovering authentic self-expression i'll go into each of these areas in more detail in future episodes But if you do have any questions right now about anything I've said today, don't hesitate to to send me an email um, through the contact page of the website. I'll uh, link you up. Well, if you're already on the website, you know where the contact page is, but uh, head to beersforbeing.com slash contact if you're listening to this uh, somewhere else. All right, that's it for this episode. I hope you got something out of that. I'll see you next week. Thank you.